If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. There. But I, I was curious because in, in the Western countries we've had in the U.S., Felix has told us that, uh, yes, it's hard, but the government is, is certainly cushioning uh, its people. U.K. two sets the same. Um, so, of course, Ghana, we, we don't have a cushion yet. Uh, maybe this meeting might bring the cushion. And I was curious to know what uh, the Nigerian situation is. Uh, hey, Mohammed, I see you are still there. Uh, please unmute for me because I can't hear you. Um, if you're there, then they can give you some 30 seconds. If not, um, um, listen, thank you all for connecting. Um, by the way, uh, in, what do you want to say? Oh, Mohammed, yes, quickly. I was asking, uh, you said it's hard in Nigeria. Is, a, is the Nigerian government cushioning the people of Nigeria at all against the hard times? Yeah, yeah, the government seems to, but we know um, they are just talking. Uh, they, they, just, they just like talking, nothing really concrete. But I must add this, my brother. Um, it's actually tougher in Ghana than in Nigeria. Okay. Because I remember three or four years ago, the last time I was in Ghana, I remember even as a day, you know, if I try to, you know, when you travel out of your country, it's a normal thing for you when you buy things to compare that to your own money, you know. <laughs> I remember even a bottle of Coke. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm already I'm just giving an advert to the, the beverage company. Um, I remember even the beverage that I bought, which was like 30 or 40 CL then, was like three times the money that I used to buy that in Lagos. Mm-hmm. And I remember so many times as well, some of my friends in Ghana trying to market houses to me to buy in, in Accra or Legon and so on in Kumasi. The prices are above the roof for a two-bedroom flat that you can find in the heart of Lagos. I'm telling you, for less than maybe five thousand, ten thousand dollars, US dollars, you get that in like thirty, forty thousand US dollars in Accra, and I'm like, whoo! What's happening? Yeah, welcome. So I think it's, it's far more challenging in Accra. Yeah, welcome yeah. to Ghana, by the way. So, so, so that's uh, that's that's our conversation tonight, and uh, we'll wait to see what this meeting. Uh, we'll produce that. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mohammed, Felix, Julius, Koku, uh, Kofi, uh, and certainly uh, Doc, uh, who joined us from the UK. Well, that's a fascinating insight. Um, he introduced a concept of uh, uh, this, this uh, indeed um, becoming one of those situations in UK as well. But they get a cushion. Dr. Henry Godfalafo, I'm grateful uh, for your thoughts there. Um, as, uh, I, and I need to end with this, by the way, because uh, the president himself admits, Kromayashi. Fa, 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 fa.
Yeah, I'm crying, oh. Your parents, you know, be S.L.Y. 
Keep on listening to George 99.7 FM. Allianz Insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana, we have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.allianz-gh.com for more inquiries. Allianz Life. We secure your future. School's Literature Department presents an adaptation of Death and the King's Horse. A classic 1986 Nobel Prize winning literary work by Wole Shoenka. Come and experience the embodiments of social ideologies, clash of tradition and modernity, beautifully enacted by students of Ghana International School. You helped in the binding of the I gave you warning. Before our eyes, does not sweep us away in its blood. I warned you. Venue, the National Theatre. Date, Friday 18th and Saturday 19th, March 2022. Time, 6pm to 8pm each night. Rates, 100 Ghana CDs for adults and 50 CDs for students. Purchase tickets now, star 389, star 6500. Official media partner, multimedia group. The purchase tickets now, dial star 389, star 6500. 
Keep on listening to George. George, 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 George. On the 5th of March, 1957, Ghana's first leader, Kwame Nkrumah, declared this on the eve of Ghana's independence, and indeed, we are free from colonial rule. You see, fellow learners, a bit of Ghana's history told, and I know all of you are excited because we are in the month of March. But we cannot celebrate Ghana without writing our essays on Ghana. Therefore, fellow learners, your exciting virtual essay competition, Essay Club on Facebook, is here again. And it's the Ghana Month edition. What are we writing on this time? In 
300 words, we are writing on the topic remembering Ghana's first leader, Kwame Nkrumah. Did we get that? Let's celebrate the African man of the century with our beautiful writing skills. And as always, your essays must come along with your full name, your age, your contact, your school's name, and your picture. Send a copy of your essays as a direct message to our Facebook handle at Joy Learning TV or email to joylearning at myjoyonline.com. The best 10 essays qualify to be part of the finalist of this educative context and there are so many Joy Learning branded items to be worn. And not forgetting the opportunity to become a Joy Learning ambassador for 2022. Your essays are to be submitted on or before Friday the 25th of March. Joy Learning. Keep learning. Keep on listening to Joy 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 Joy
Everything celebrate with handkerchiefs. Visa visa K, they am running out of adjectives. I got a pot to piss in. Vim Yazo, Charlie, I'm straight. No need to scrape for the council. Laughing to the bank. What's a proof? Bob Santo. It gets messy. That means it's bad. So we go advanced.
another DMJ classic. We are the masters on the road. No matter how them run, we are the fastest on the road. Babylon can't stop the rusters on the road. How we set the trend, make them fall up on the road. Hey, we are the masters on the road. No matter how them run, we are the fastest on the road. Babylon can't stop the rusters on the road. African street, sweat as I dance to my African beat. Afro beat, give me heat. Afro beat, give me real mother African heat. This kind of beat to be sweet. We'll be too hot, this be real international mix. They love it, make it tweet, make the fans they retweet. Tell a DJ, make it put on repeat. Spin and 
Turn up on me there and I'm muttering. Be a choose me DJ a fling. And I see in me left and right. But I talk it, talk it, them in I'm side. Picking it to grandma, we swag it up. Be a stars, we are lock it up. Met my semi and the queen of DC. When we step in a tea, me and my shop DC. Like strawberry. I'm a post by your blackberry. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love music. Best music. Joy 99.7 FM. Keep the frequency clear. Hello, I'm Lee James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. The approaching sporting weekend makes way for the start of a brand new motorsport season. It's ice to the right for many from the one lovers. Mercedes not happy. Red Bull will be delighted. They have shared a brilliant championship battle, but the championship can only be won by one, and it's going Dutch in 2021. Max Verstappen, for the first time ever, is champion of the world. After last season's controversial end to Formula One season, it all starts again at the Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend. Both Mercedes Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull's Max Verstappen went into the final race of an epic 2021 season locked together on 369.5 points. Only the second time this has happened since Formula One's first season in 1950. We are all done with testing. It's time to see who can start the season with a bang and we have a preview ahead. In football, England has more than a title race ahead. Across the face of the goal, it's just not gonna happen for the Blues. Bernardo Silva got the touch, but he couldn't steer it into the net. And Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace have watered the Blues. Nine games to go, very difficult fixtures ahead of us. We're gonna be there, we're gonna fight as usual for, for the title. That's Robertson, and Saka with the block, and Arsenal survive. It might not be for long though, Andrew Robertson and Firmino! Liverpool just have that ability to turn a game in the blink of an eye. They've had to fight in this game to get in front and now they've blitzed Arsenal with a couple of quick goals. Every game from here is a must win if either Manchester City or Liverpool dream of winning the Premier League title this season. Just as desperate, all eyes would be on City's trip to Burnley and Liverpool's clash with Watford. 
The top four battle and relegation fight are equally engrossing and we focus on the action to come plus preview to domestic action in Italy, Spain, France and Germany. If you'd love to send us a message on our show, we'd love to read them via social media accounts. 0551-111-997 on WhatsApp, Joy slash 997 on Facebook or you can tweet at us at Joy Sports GH. Also coming up, Anto is right foot where looking for the next pass. It's right footed straight onto the chest of Fatal Mohammed, taken away by Imbella. There's a free kick on the way of a car hard smoke. 64 minutes on the clock. Last and a wackle. Lovely ball floated into the penalty box. Laid down there. Being turned out with a left footed shot going above the post and nothing really doing there. Taken away from him. Kumasiya San taking a look at right here. That ball has been laid back down. Richmond loved it. Hits a shot. Wonderful side. Oh, wow. Richmond. Hearts of Oak refused to give up. On the failing title defence, Kumasiya Asante Kotoko absolutely flying at the summit of the league log. Wafa find themselves in an uncomfortable relegation battle. We preview all match day 21 fixtures of the Ghana Premier League. We'll be in Belgrade to bring you the updates from the ongoing World Athletics Indoor Championship and in India to bring you updates from the ongoing Indian Wells Open. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sport. Hello from me, George Adejudia, and welcome to The Locker Room. Thanks for staying with us on the locker room and surely we must begin with the equation of how eight will become four in the UEFA Champions League. Chelsea, so we start with the reigning champions of Chelsea. Which team will uh, we have as opponent? Real Madrid, CF. So it is Real Madrid. It will be Chelsea versus Real Madrid, which Michael will give us the first team of uh, the next quarterfinal. Manchester City FC. Let's see. Club Atletico de Madrid. Uh, to see which other quarterfinals. Real CF. FC Bayern München. SL Benfica. And this is Benfica. So Liverpool FC. Liverpool. UEFA Champions League draw earlier this morning. Our holders, Chelsea, will face 13 time winners Real Madrid in the quarterfinals. Manchester City will play Atletico Madrid, while Liverpool tackle Benfica and Bayern Munich take on Villarreal. In the semi finals, the winner of the Chelsea versus Real Madrid tie will face Atletico Madrid or Manchester City, while Benfica or Liverpool will play against either Villarreal or Bayern Munich. The two leg quarterfinals will take place on the 5th and 6th of April and the 12th and 13th of April. So let's get a bit of perspective. And I'm joined right now by my colleague Riku Ampofo. Well, thank you very much for your time. Let's begin with the Bana quarterfinal fixture. Chelsea, Real Madrid. Paired less than a year ago after last season's semi-final cross-swords. Uh, question though is, are the defending champions any stronger this year? I think for Chelsea and Real Madrid, yeah, it is an immediate opportunity for Real Madrid to really get their revenge on the reigning European champions. And this time around, it wouldn't be in the semi-finals, uh, but it would be in the quarter-finals. However, Tuchel remains as Chelsea coach there. Uh, he would be facing a different uh, opposition this time in Carlo Ancelotti and not Zinedine Zidane. Uh, immediate uh, differences that come to mind in terms of the tactical setup would be the fact that uh, you know Ancelotti's side are more compact and are more uh, you know, poised as a, a European team and would love to play two legs. 
against this Chelsea side. However, I, th I think this match is a, is a tougher one to call because uh, there are so many uh, tangibles that could go either way, especially uh, with Chelsea's off-the-pitch issues. Now, the main question is, would the Blues have a new owner by the time uh, the quarterfinal fixtures do come in? Or would the sanctions be worse or better? Could they even have away fans? And so there are so many question marks surrounding that. But with what we've seen so far with how Tuchel has handled it and uh, you know absorbed all that pressure and allowed the players to express themselves, I think so far so good. And Chelsea being the only team to win both ties in the round of 16. So they do come in some good vein of form. Uh, that definitely could change. But as things stand, it's a, it's a tight one to call. Remember, Vinicius and Benzema have really been informed this time around. Vinicius benefiting a lot from Ancelotti. So uh, it's, it's one of those games where you, you probably have to wait uh, till April to see whether these tangibles do uh, tilt towards one side or the other. Manchester City, Aura and Pep Guardiola badly need the UEFA Champions League trophy. Now they play against Diego Simeone's Atleti. How tricky a tie is this? I think Pep Guardiola would be the first person to acknowledge how tricky this tie is. And that's because if you just go back about six, seven years uh, in time, uh, you would realize that it was essentially Diego Simeone uh, who led uh, Atletico Madrid and essentially uh, knocking Pep Guardiola out of the semi-final stage of the Champions League a match which I think was the final nail in the coffin uh, for the Spanish coach uh, who said that he had done everything possible with his Bayern Munich side and he sure the players would be okay uh, after that tie and uh, he ended up leaving the Bavarian Giants after that and so he would probably have some pain from that defeat and this gives him an opportunity to be able to ride that wrong uh, but he would also know that Simeone is a coach who has never changed and he wouldn't change when they met uh, some years back it was you know his bad it was the Bayern Munich uh, team who had majority of possession Atletico being very decisive with the little uh, you know territory that they had in possession and they made a count qualifying on away goals uh, after 2-2 uh, but this time around there wouldn't be any away goals but Simeone knows how to still win these games then the template has been set he was already in Manchester uh, in the previous round where he went past Manchester United a very similar Simeone-esque performance and so you can expect Something really similar uh, this time around when they travel to Manchester again. Pep Guardiola said we expected to have the ball, but the question remains can they find their finishing boots? Uh, per what we've seen in the past two, three games, it's not been the sharpest Man City side up front. And you get, you get that feeling that if they continue in the same vein, uh, they could be punished by a very stubborn Atletico side who will be happy to have Yannick Carrasco back. So, is it going to be a stroll in the park then for Bayern Munich and Liverpool who face Villarreal and Benfica respectively? Well, if, if this was a one-leg tie, I, I would have said that, yeah, there could possibly be some upset. But I, I look at these two, uh, you know, matchups and Bayern Munich, Villarreal and Liverpool, Benfica, and I just think Liverpool and Bayern Munich have too much armor. They are too strong for any of these two sides to be able to overpower them in 180 minutes especially without away goals rule and so essentially if the tie finishes as a draw there could be extra time which means that we could be heading towards 210 minutes in the tie and with the quality that these two sides possess 
I think both of them are part of anyone's favourite list at this point. And the minimum expected would be uh, for Liverpool and Bayern to reach the semi-final stage. And I think bar any, it, it has to be a really, really huge and enormous miracle. Uh, because yes, Villarreal were good, but we have to remember that this is a very struggling Juventus side who are barely making top four in Italy. And even that, they ended up uh, giving Unai Emery's men a lot of headache. Uh, especially in the first half in the second leg uh, where they stepped things up a bit uh, but still it was more of an efficient performance uh, you know scoring with just three shots in that second half and so i think yeah villarreal good performance but still would need a lot more to be able to topple uh, this informed Bayern Munich side for liverpool uh, they showed resilience and i think what makes them real favorites this time is the fact that they don't have to play pretty to win and they're on this good uh, you know win streak unbeaten run and everything seems to be ticking at this moment for Jürgen Klopp and it would take a lot uh, for Benfica to be able to pull a surprise they did it against Ajax but I think Liverpool are just a totally different side and it would also require another miracle which I think both of these sides uh, wouldn't be able to pull off thank you very much for your time on the show on radio, live online. This is the locker room with George Addo Jr. Onto his right foot, Quid looking for the next pass. His right footed straight onto the chest of Fatal Mohammed, taken away by Mbella. There's a free kick on the way of a car hard smoke. 64 minutes on the clock. Lassanawako, lovely ball floated into the penalty box. Laid down there. Bean Junior with a left footed shot going above the post and nothing really doing there. Taken away from him. Kamasia San, take a look at right here. That ball has been laid back down. Richmond left it. hits a shot. Wonderful oh, save wow. and Richmond! The noise is loud. Can this be the opportunity for Kumasi Asant? If it scores, it will be interesting. Asma hits that long and it's going above the post, surely. And it wasn't good enough for the advertisement before, was it? Ghana Premier League next, and the stakes couldn't be any higher. On Ghana Premier League match day 21, Kumasi Asante Kodoko are cautious of losing top spot like they did last season and are buoyed on by the free scoring Cameroonians. The ailing, failing defending champions, Hearts of Oak, are still holding on for dear life and looking to somewhat upset the bookmakers. The relegation battle and top four places are equally being fought for in what's turning out to be one of the most competitive Ghana Premier League seasons of the last few years. So let's get a bit of perspective right now ahead of what should be an interesting match day. And my colleague Lawrence Beidou joins me with some analysis. Thanks, Lawrence, for your time. And Coach Samuel Buedu has been talking big despite losing to Adriano Stars last weekend. He insists the title race is not over despite being 15 points behind Comasia Santicotico. Mathematically, yes. But was that really just to keep the fans hoping? I think it might be right. But then if you look at the next um, five fixtures up for Hans Folk, they give themselves a chance to be back in the title race. Should they record all wins in those games? They have a fixture against... Ashgold, Mediama, Kotoko, all in the in the in the run. So I think should they gather some momentum and give themselves a good run of form, they will still be in the race for for the league title. Nothing has been decided yet, although Kotoko has been playing to the maximum best. They've been getting results in and out of Kumase. They also look better on their way side as well. So Hasu folk shouldn't give up. I, I'm I'm not saying where these comments. Uh, just to keep his fans, has fans happy, but then he he meant what he had to say. There's 
an opportunity has can get back into the into the title race but then they will have to they have a lot to do themselves if they are to overcome the the competition that Kotoko, Ediana and the likes possess because being sit on the table has a 15 points behind Kotoko and then with the way things are going should they fail to up their performances they could be they could be further down the table and then that won't be a happy news for some of uh, Lawrence the honest lies on Asante Kotoko it's really after the Porcupine Warriors to lose it from here the Cameroonians have been scoring freely at home but will the somewhat drought away from home be a problem at some point in the season you know one thing that Kotoko have done this season is is the fact that they've picked up some good wins away on the road and although, as you've mentioned earlier, the Cameroonians are not firing away from home, they've had others turn up so much. They've had others turn up on a, on good occasions to, to find the back of the net, which has got them the results because 16 points from nine away games this season is the best we've seen in the league in terms of teams that have traveled on the road. So, um, although they are not scoring, Kotoko are getting the results. But then at some point, I feel the Cameroonians will turn up quite well because starting from this weekend where they play a much lower side, um, 11 wonders, I expect Etuga or Infegi to, to be on the score sheet. That was back in Kumasi and then they now look forward to somewhat getting their goals away from home, which will boost their confidence, if I should say. So I think they are, they are not faring so, um, so bad as as many as are making it to look. But then it's just the away form, or should I say the lack of away goals against 11 wonders over the weekend, they should be able to, to get a, a goal or two. Lawrence, Adriano Stars, Great Olympics and Bechem United are lined up right are lined up behind Komasi Asante Kotoko on the log with varying degrees of aggression <laughs> with varying degrees of aggression to the title. Which of these three on paper are a proper threat? I think any of the three teams are good enough to keep Kotoko on their toes. Because, but then you realize that Adrian Astas have ma- had a much better results in the second round of the league. They didn't start the league too well after the dispersal of Bediakon late January. They've had uh, Benzola has got them to, uh, has got them playing to their to their maximum abilities and they are they are grinding through for the results. So Ebiana stars stand a better chance if only they can make their away form count as well. That would be a moral booster and then that would be a charge that Felix Abwaje, the new man who who is expected to be at post, will need to bring. He he worked with Great Olympics in the past and uh, in the in the early part of the 2021-2022 season and we know his capabilities so once he's joined an Adriana side that are looking great in shape and then fighting Kotoko boot for boot for uh, to win the Ghana Premier League title I think they, they, are, they stand tall among the three teams that, that are behind Kotoko and so for me Adriana starts get a nod but then don't rule out the, the potentials of Great Olympics and then Bechem United Olympics were there last season they finished uh, in the top four, so they know what it means to fight for the league title. Bechem United also started the season well, but then the second half has, have not been the best for them. Of course, it's been due to their away form, which hasn't been too great, but then they still stand a chance, and then they look increasingly likely to, to stage a comeback for the league title. So don't rule out anything, give the, uh, those three a chance. But then Adrian Astas are likely to give Kotoko a proper trade than, than the other two. So then, Loris, just before we end, uh, which three games are you looking forward to this weekend and why? So if, if I'm, a keen, I'm a keen follower of the Ghana Premier League, there are three games that 
that may catch my attention over the weekend. The first being RTU versus Adriana Stars. We all know the bad form that RTU are in at the moment. They are winless in their last six games. And then they need a win badly to, to ensure that they don't move into the relegation zone. So up against Adriana Stars, who are also chasing Kotoko for the Premier League title, it should be an interesting one in, in Tamale. Another game I'll be looking forward to, or we should be looking forward to, is the game between Ashanti Gold and then Akraha to Fook. Some of Bodu's side are under immense pressure, especially after losing to Adriana last weekend in Doma. So there's much to play for. Has occupied the seat position, and then Ashgold also occupied the 11th position. There's not much to separate them. There's much to play for. Each each team stands a chance. The last game I will recommend for the Ghana Premier League followers is the game between Legon Cities. It's the game between Legon Cities and then Wafa. So Wafa are currently in the relegation zone, and then they are looking to find a way out of that position. Well, last week's uh, win should give them a huge boost because right now they find themselves just um, I think two, three points behind Legon Cities, who also haven't fared so so good in the games that they've played in the past. So a win for Wafa is a moral booster for them. A loss for Legon Cities is a worry for Masuo Kunedu. Uh, Lawrence Bedu joining me there with the analysis, and we can now find out the full plan uh, for match 21 of the Ghana Premier League. Here is Mubarak Haruna with a wrap. Asante Kotoko are looking to run away with the Premier League title after having an eight-point lead at the top of the table with 20 games played. On match day 21, the Porcupine Warriors face 11 wonders away from home as they seek to better their away record. With 16 points from nine games, Kotoko have won the most points on the road, while wonders have 16 points in nine home matches this season. Bechem United will be back at the Nana Fosu Jabo Park where they welcome Accra Lions in a must-win game for the Hunters. With one win in their last four matches, Bechem United are now 10 points behind league leaders Kotoko and a win is required to keep their title hopes alive. Hearts of Oak entertain Ashanti Gold at the Accra Sports Stadium, knowing that a defeat will all but see their season go from bad to worse. Has lies sixth on the league log with 29 points, a whopping 15 points behind their rivals and league leaders Asante Kotoko. Their head coach Samuel Bodu has consistently assured the Phobia fraternity that the title is within reach and he must prove that by beating Ashanti Gold this Sunday. BBN Gold Stars have a date with Elmina Sharks at the Dance Park, while Dreams FC and Great Olympics go head-to-head at the Theatre of Dreams in Dewu. Olympics are hoping to close the gap between themselves and Kotoko, and taking three points will elevate them to the second position should Eduana Stars lose to Real Tamale United. Wafa are eyeing back-to-back triumphs when they play Legon Cities at the Elwak Stadium in order to boost their survival hopes. Thank you very much, Mubarak Haruna. And we look forward to all the games to come then. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. More football to come, but let's do Formula One now. Mercedes not happy. Red Bull will be delighted. They have shared a brilliant championship battle, but the championship can only be won by one, and it's going Dutch in 2021. Max Verstappen, for the first time ever, is champion of the world. 
After last season's controversial end to the Formula 1 season, it all starts again at the Bahrain Grand Prix this weekend. Both Mercedes' Lewis Hamilton and Red Bull's Max Verstappen went into the final race of an epic 2021 season locked together on 369.5 points. Only the second time this has happened since F1's first season in 1950. Verstappen snatched his first Formula 1 world title by beating Lewis Hamilton on the last lap of the thrilling season finale in Abu Dhabi. With all this and done, it's time to see who can get the season started with bang. So let's get a bit of uh, analysis ahead of this. Joining us for the very first race, oh, ahead of the very first race, Raymond Yamado, our Formula One expert. It's great to have you back in the locker room, Raymond. Uh, the new season is upon us and it comes with new faces and pair-ups, right? Uh, this season, however, we've not had a great deal of that. Only a few teams experienced on a shake-up. We'll break down the few we have, one after the other, but Raymond... Uh, something else to talk about just here. We know the changes in tire sizes, uh, the modifications to the aerodynamic features of cars and all of that from the season. So what difference do the new FIA regulations uh, for competing cars bring? Well, let's see how that goes really, Raymond. Uh, we know about the changes in tire sizes, modifications of the aerodynamic features of cars and all of that from the season. So. What difference do the new FIA regulations for competing cars bring? We are going to see tight changes this year and we are going to see a departure from the 13-inch size. We are going to see an 18-inch low-profile tie this season. And this Pirelli compound has been designed in order to help reduce you know, tie overheat when sliding, uh, that's part of the race. And also, we are expected that it will reduce side wall deflection changes, especially because of the high downforce we are going to experience this season. Uh, this is what the compound is supposed to do. You talk about the aerodynamic speed, and uh, interestingly, a lot of focus has been given to the downforce, so we are going to see high downforce this season. And if you look at Formula One race last season, you could clearly tell that anytime two cars were 10 meters apart, the car behind loses 47% of its downforce performance. That clearly, you know, has been changed. And so in 2022, based on the simulation that has been done, you could see that when cars are 10 meters apart, the car only loses 18% of its downforce performance. And so we are going to see high downforce this season. And uh, this has been introduced because of the ground effect rule. You know, so ground effect was in effect um, somewhere in the 70s, but it was scrapped in 1982. Now we've seen a return to that. And in the, in the 70s, there was a small aeroplane wing uh, turned upside down uh, to the car. Now it uses air to you know suck the car to the track you know that's how it used to work this time around we are not going to see the upside wings but rather we are going to see the floors of the cars built with wind tunnels now these wind tunnels are expected to work the same way as the small airplane wings and so it promises to be exciting the focus this season is on the downforce so we are going to see a lot more downforce on the on, on the circuit this season that's uh, really one of the major modifications to the aerodynamics on, on, on the part of the rule changes Abu Dhabi fiasco definitely triggered all of this. And you talk about FIA introducing their, their own VR. You know, VR is used in football. This time around, they have their own technology that is supposed to offer real-time connection with the FIA F1 race director. And so it would help him apply the rules quickly and also, you know, quickly interpret the rules for the race to continue. Again, you talk about the radio communication. Yes, team principals and race directors would communicate. But this time around, because of what happened between Toto Wolf and Massey, where, you know, there was there was, there was almost a feud, you know, it, it, was, it was quite an unpleasant conversation that went on. You, you still have that communication going on. Um, race directors could be questioned by team principals, but this time around, it has to be done in a world 